Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments. As of the day of this recording, which is Labor Day, this evening starts the Feast of Trumpets. And we pray that you would honor and keep that feast to the best of your ability. And what I want to share with you today is about one of the purposes, if not one of the main purposes, of the reason that Yahweh delivered the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage and we are going to connect that to the time in which we live and that we need to use our faith and to believe and to accept Yah's Torah as truth and to believe him that he will do for us what he did for the children of Israel. So let's start in Exodus chapter 6 and begin reading in verse 6. It says, Therefore say to the sons of Israel, I am Yahweh, and I will bring you out from under the burdens or bondages of Egypt. Now, Egypt was a Babylonian pagan sun god system that oppresses individuals and holds them captive so that they cannot enjoy the liberty in which Yah designed for them to enjoy. And then it says, and will deliver you from their slavery. So here at the very beginning, before the children of Israel were delivered, Yah was promising them that he would bring them out from under the bondages of Egypt. Now, if you just flip back to Exodus chapter 1, um, and you, you can see this in the Scriptures. In Exodus 1 verse 9, And he said to his people, Behold, the people of the sons of Israel are many and stronger than we, meaning Pharaoh and Egypt. Come, let us deal craftily towards them, lest they multiply, and it shall be that when war occurs, they will also add to our enemies, and will fight against us, and go up from the land. And they put over them slave masters, in order to afflict them with their burdens. And he built store cities for Pharaoh. It was for Pharaoh. See, not, 
That's what this whole um, economy, pagan, sun god worship, Babylonian system is about. It's about making the wealthy rich, and it's about the workers, which are you and me, the slaves, barely receiving enough to survive. Now, some jobs you receive a little bit more. They have better pay, better benefits. But nonetheless, it is not equal to the wealth or the blessing that comes to the owner. You always look at owners uh, of corporations, uh, presidents, vice presidents, you know, the, the top people, management people. They have yachts. They have mansions, they have houses on the beach, they have houses in, in Venice, they have houses in Jamaica or wherever the case may be. They have an abundance of wealth. And who got them that wealth? It was the everyday Joe that was working, doing everything they could do to be obedient to their slave master. And Yahshua, Yahweh, excuse me, Yah says in Exodus 6 that I'm going to bring you out from under the burdens of Egypt and I will deliver you from their slavery. I will deliver you from this system. And then he says, I will redeem you back in Exodus 6 and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm, meaning supernatural power, and with great judgments. And then he says, And I will take you for myself, for a people. I will be your Elohim. And you shall know that I am Yahweh, the one bringing you out from under the burdens of Egypt. So we see here that one of the main purposes of Yah in delivering the children of of Israel was to get them out from under this system, to get them out from under this oppression. You know, I've known in the trade that I'm in, people that I used to work with, and, you know, they were always complaining they didn't make enough money, and we didn't, and, you know, this, that, and the other. So then they would get their own business, and then they would begin to hire people and they would actually pay them less than what they were making and they would have less benefits. So they just continued because they were functioning in this Babylonian economical system which has a master at the top and then everybody else is submissive and is a servant to that master, is a servant to that employer. And I'm using the word master just for reference and to get it through to us that, you know, if you don't think your job, if he, you have to do what the master says, what the boss says, when he says to do it, no matter if it violates the word of Scripture. You know, many have asked for feast days, Sabbath's off and, and their employer says no. 
or they'll ask for the Sabbath off and their employer says no. And that is because they run the show. You take it off or call it in, you know, chances are, maybe not at first, but eventually you will be terminated. And so look in Exodus 3. So we need to understand in Revelation, in the book of Revelation, I believe it's chapter 18, where it says Babylon has fallen, Babylon has fallen. That is this system in which we are living in, in this world. No matter where you're, you're, you're living, you could be living in China, you could be living in Korea, you could be living in Africa, in Europe, in America, you could be living in Jamaica or in one of the islands. Wherever you live, this system is dominating. This system is being run by anti-Messiah spirits. And when you submit to this system ahead of Yah's laws and commandments, if Yah's laws and commandments say to do something and your boss says no, you submit to it. You know, just for you to to get this picture that your employer and your job is your master and that it is number one in your life. When your boss says, you know, you are to work, you work. You put him first. Most people, and most people, if their boss calls them in, no matter what they're doing, they submit to it. They do whatever the boss says to do. Why? Because they've made that job their priority. They made that job, quote-unquote, their master. They've made that employer their master. And see, what was Babylon about? Babylon was about, and Babel was about, and Nimrod was about building a path where they could reach up to heaven, where they could be like God, or like a, a God's. And that's the way jobs are today. That's the way employers are today. And that's the way individuals look to their employers like they're gods. Whatever those employers say, they submit to. Whatever those employers want them to do, they submit to it. And this is idolatry, folks. And Yah saw this with the children of Israel. And he promised to deliver them out of this slavery, out of this slavery mentality. And in Exodus chapter 3, and look at verse 8, he says, I have come down to deliver them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good land a broad land, and to a land flowing with milk and honey. That means abundance. That means supernatural provision. In verse 17 it says, And I have said, I will bring you up from the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, 
and all these other ites because they were pagan, idolatrous uh, nations. They were also a mixture of Nephtalim in them. And then it says, to a land flowing with milk and honey. And see, it says flowing. That word flowing means a, a continual supply. A continual supply. Yahshua, John 10.10 10 says, I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. So we see that Yahshua and Yahweh needs to be the source of our supply. Look in Exodus 20 and verse 6, and this is in, um, in the passage where the commandments are um, written in verse 6. And it, uh, that, excuse me, that's, that's the wrong verse. Um, look in Leviticus chapter 20. Leviticus chapter 20. And verse 24, it says, But I have said to you, you shall surely possess their land, and I am given it to you to possess it, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am Yahweh, your Elohim, who has set you apart from the nations. And so one of the purposes if not one of the main purposes of Yahweh promising to deliver the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage is so that they would be separated. So that they would be separated and not live like the pagan nations live. The pagan nations had gods and pharaohs that ruled and dominated over them. Just like in today's society, we have pharaoh types that rule and dominate over individuals. We have governments, you know, that rule and dominate over individuals. You know, when, and this is how you can tell if you are not looking to Yah and His kingdom as the source of your supply, that if you think you might be short a few days in a week's paycheck, or um, you might say this often, well, I can't afford that, I'm on a limited income. That means you are dependent upon just the income that you can see, whether it's through an employer, whether it's through Social Security, a retirement thing, or whatever the case may be. You and I have to break free of this pagan, sun, god, Babylonian economic system thinking, and we need to renew our minds to what Thus saith Yahweh to what the scripture says that Yah will make a way where there seems to be no way. 
that he will supply all of our need according to his riches and glory by Messiah Yahshua. That when we are a giver, Luke 6.38, Yahshua said, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. The problem is we've been looking to men instead of looking to Yah. Yah said, as soon as you give, and I know a lot of Torah-minded, observant, Yah-worshipping people have a hard time with tithes and offerings because they say they don't have a temple to, to give it to, which is accurate. We don't. But what represents the temple? Ministries and the body of Messiah. Ministries that are that are preaching Torah, that are, are ministering a restoration of Yah's laws and commandments in the earth, which includes the blood atonement of Yahshua, as well as the rest of the body. We all are the temple of Yah's spirit, and we need to be supporting one another, giving to one another, and we need to be doing these things. Yahshua said, Give, and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So as soon as you give, Yahshua said, It's given unto you. So your confession should be, Father, I thank you that even though I might have a need for this, that, or the other thing, I thank you that... I have given, and because of that, it is now given unto me. And that you bring your tithes and offerings into the storehouse, Malachi 3, we all know it. It says that Yah will rebuke the devourer for your sake and open up the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing there is not room enough to receive it. So we need to obey all of the scripture. And when you are a tither, when you are a giver, when, when you support Yah's ministry, when you support the gospel of Yahshua, Mark 10, 29 and 30 says that, that you will reap now in this lifetime 100-fold. It's in the scriptures, folks. Whether or not other people have perverted it and used it for, for self-riches or whatever, that's up to them, but nonetheless, it is still written. And if it's still written in the scriptures, then I'm going to believe it. I'm going to speak it. I'm going to believe to have received it. I'm going to worship Yah for it. I'm going to use my faith and believe for whatever the promise of Yah is. Now, always understand this. Yah's promises come to those that obey Yah's commandments, Yah's laws, Yah's instructions, Yah's principles. In Genesis 16, 1 through 5, it says, And they pulled up stakes, and all the congregation of the sons of Israel, you should just read this whole chapter. Basically, I'm just going to tell you what it says. That 
they were out in the desert and they were complaining to Moses and to Yah that they didn't have food and it would have been better off if they stayed in that pagan system in which they were in. And so then Yah responded and he and verse 4 and Yahweh said to Moses behold I am will rain bread from the heavens for you and the people shall go out and gather the matter of the day so that I may test them whether they will walk in my Torah or not so Yah began to provide manna and fresh meat and he did this and you just study this out in this whole chapter why did Yah do that to reveal to the children of Israel that they need to stop looking to that old system that old Babylon Babylonian pagan system and that they need to look to Yah they need to look to his word <clears throat> the scripture says man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of Yahweh. So we can live by the scriptures that Yah has given us. Not just spiritual sustenance, but physical substance. We can, I mean, our, our, the food we need, the money we need, the cars we need, the gasoline we need, so on and so forth, will be provided through our source. And our source has to be Yah, and has to be his Torah, his laws and commandments. The one thing that the faith message never got into, they, they said, you know, the scriptures have to be your focus, uh, your source, that God has to be your source. And we know that word God is a title for demonic beings. We also know that the word Lord is a title that means Baal. But what they never taught was that you needed to live according to Torah and we just read that Yah was about to provide bread and meat for them to see whether or not they were going to walk in his Torah whether they were going to walk in his instructions in his laws and commandments he even told them on the on the sixth day you are to gather twice as much why because he commanded them to keep the seventh day rest the seventh day Sabbath and so even on the seventh day Sabbath what normally would have spoiled did not spoil why supernatural provision Yah's hand was upon it but now those that went out maybe on the second day and tried to gather double the next day it was spoiled it was spoiled now here's another um, good example if you go to numbers numbers chapter 20 another good example of Yah providing and seeing we need to take these truths and know that in the last days even if if you can't go to the store and buy groceries because you won't take the mark. You don't need to sweat it. You don't need to sweat it. Yah provided for the children of Israel because He wanted them separated 
from this world system. And Yah will provide for you when you obey Torah, when you remain faithful and steadfast in your obedience to Torah and to Yah's laws and commandments, to His instructions, to His principles, His precepts, no matter how impossible it seems, and think about all the impossibilities that the children of Israel faced, the hunger, the thirst, they come up to the Red Sea, thought they were going to die, but Yah parted it, got rid of their enemies, so on and so forth. Yah's going to get rid of this Babylonian system and our enemies. Now, in Numbers 20, in verse 2, it says, There was no water for the congregation, and they gathered against Moses and against Aaron. And the people contended with Moses and spoke, saying, Oh, that we had died when our brothers died before Yahweh. And why have you brought the assembly of Yah to this wilderness to die here? So they weren't people of faith. They weren't people of faith. They were in doubt and unbelief and fear was dominating them. Verse 5, And why have you brought us up out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place, not a place of seed, nor fig, nor vine, nor pomegranate? There is no water to drink. So you get the picture. They were in the wilderness. They were in the desert. There was nothing. But yet that doesn't mean anything. See, your bank account could be empty. Your cupboards could be full. I remember one time, a family was facing this situation and they said, even if Yah has to send a dog to our door with a bag full of money, he's going to provide. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. And in a short time, they heard something scratching at the door. They opened the back door and it was a dog with a bag full of money, paper bag full of money. See, Yah makes a way. Think about when Yahshua told Peter to go fishing, the first fish they catch, take the coin out to go pay our taxes. Supernatural provision. Yah makes a way where there seems to be no way when you and I are obeying Yah's laws and commandments. When we are living according to Torah. See, that's the key. That's the foundation. We have to be obedient to Yah's laws and commandments. And so, here we read, um, verse 6, And Moses and Aaron went in from the eyes of the assembly to the door of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces. And the glory of Yah appeared to them. And Yah spoke to them, Take the rod and assemble the congregation, you and your brother Aaron. Speak to the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth its water, and you shall bring water out of the rock, so you shall water the congregation and their animals. Now, the, with including livestock, this was millions of combination of humans and livestock. And Yah said to speak to the rock. A previous time, Yah told Moses to strike the rock and when he did water came out and it provided for them.
supernatural provision. This time, Yah revealed to him and spoke to him to speak to it. Now we know Moses didn't obey, and in anger he struck the rock, and it cost Moses from entering into the promised land. But the bottom line was, Yah provided water in the midst of a desert. In the midst of a desert. Let's turn to 1 Kings. 1 Kings. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm sitting outside on our lanai, which is a covered patio, and it's, it's raining. So you might hear, there's no thunder yet, but you might hear some thunder, but you definitely might hear the rain a little bit. Um, anyways, just to let you know. Okay, in 1 Kings chapter 17, And Elijah the Tishbite said to Ahab, As Yahweh the Elohim of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain these years except according to my word. And the word of Yah came to him saying, Go away from here and you shall turn eastward and shall hide by the torrent Cherith that is before Jordan. And it shall be, you shall drink from the, the brook, and I shall command the ravens to feed you there. And he went and did according to the word of Yah. For he went and lived by the brook, and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Ravens are not designed to bring man provision, but when Yah commands them to do so, they will do so. And whatever your situation is, whatever the situation is in the future, in the last days, we need not fear. Because as Yah's child, as one that is obedient to Yah's Torah, to Yah's laws and commandments, to Yah's instructions, which includes you being a giver, a tither. When you are, Yah then has something to work with. He can take the seed that you sowed, like Yahshua said in Mark 10, 29 and 30, and you will receive, you will reap a hundredfold return. Now in this lifetime, and then it says, and in the, the age to come, and then it says, eternal life. So, your giving now, when things are good, or when you have substance to give, has much to do with your eternal life, has much to do with the lifestyle you live in the, in the coming age. Read Mark 10, 29 and 30. So, when you are obedient to the Torah, to Yah's instructions, to Yah's laws and commandments, He will provide for you. Elijah was obedient to Yah's Torah. He was also obedient when the Torah, Yah's instructions, the prophetic word came to him to go and do something, he submitted and went and did it. And then it says after a while, because there was a drought. See, even, even when Yah brings judgment upon Babylon, 
and everything is shut down and being destroyed, you and I, as Torah believers, you and I, who have been separated to Yah's kingdom, we have been separated to be Yah's people, we will live by a different standard. We will live through a different kingdom. We will live looking to Yah and looking to the seeds that we have sown, to what we have given, and that Yah will always make a way where there seems to be no way for us. That's a principle throughout the scripture. And so it says in verse 7, And it happened after a while that the, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Meaning Yah's judgment was upon Ahab and upon the Baal gods that they were serving, the witchcraft gods that they were serving, the sun gods they were serving, Jezebel, witchcraft. There was judgment being released upon them. But yet Yah and his people were provided for. And the word of Yah came to him saying, Rise up, go to Zarephath that belongs to Sidon. You shall live there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. So whether it's an individual Yah commands, whether it's birds Yah's commands, whether it's a bison Yah commands to come into your backyard and, you know, to lay down his life and die, whether it's them bringing you fresh vegetables. I was thinking the other day, you know, how would we prepare for fresh um, produce because we eat a lot of greens and herbs and fresh fruits and whole foods. I don't need to worry about it. Yah will take care of it some way, somehow. You know, and people that live in the city that might not have gardens, that might not have a ranch or might not have you know, herds that they can butcher, you don't need to sweat it. You are where Yah says for you are to be. And wherever that is, and you are there, and you're obedient to Yah's commandments, Yah's going to take care of you. Just like He commanded here. And so, the prophet obeyed again. He obeyed Yah's Torah. He rose up, went to Zarephath, came to the entrance of the city, and behold, a widow woman was gathering sticks there. He called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a vessel, and I shall drink. She went and brought it. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little bread. And she said, As Yahweh lives, I do not have a cake, only a handful of meal in a pitcher, and a little oil in a jar. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, and will go in and prepare myself for my son, we shall eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear, because fear was dominating her. And I am prophesying to you, Do not fear. Go and do according to the word. See, you, you, you first have to give something. Before you can receive, you have to give. And then it shall be given. Luke 6.38 And he says, uh, and do not fear, do according to your, to your word, only first make me a little cake first, bring it to me and afterward prepare for you and your son. And so, and so says Yahweh, the pitcher of meal shall not be consumed, the jar of oil shall not fail until the day that Yah sends rain upon the land.
And she went and did according to the word of Elijah. She ate and she and he and her household ate for many days. And the pitcher of meal was not consumed. The jar of oil did not fail according to the word of Yahweh. He, that he spoke by the hand of Elijah. So whether it's meal and oil, or whether it's milk and water, meat and vegetables, produce and fruit, whatever it is, Yah's supernatural provision will keep multiplying it when you do according to what thus saith Yahweh. When you do according to what thus saith Yahweh. So the one of the main purposes of Yah to deliver the children of Israel out of Egyptian slavery is the same purpose he wants to deliver you out of this Babylonian, Egyptian, pagan, sun god, Baal economic system is so that one you would look to Yah as your source of supply. That you would obey Yah's commandments and not cave in to the world's pressure, to the world system's pressure. And thirdly, that you would live in a land that flows with milk and honey. That you would flow with abundant provision. We can read in Deuteronomy 6, verse 10 and 11. It says, that they built houses filled with good things and there were orchards and other things that were provided for the children of Israel. Everything they needed was already provided for them in this land flowing with milk and honey. The wealth of the wicked is laid up in store for the righteous. Proverbs 13.22 It also says that the blessing of Yah will make one have a full supply and have no sorrow added to it. So Yah's blessing when you obey His laws and commandments. Remember Deuteronomy. That when you listen and obey His laws and commandments that these blessings will come upon you. The blessing of the Lord, the, excuse me, the blessing of Yah, I rebuke that word Lord, the blessing of Yah will make you have an abundant supply. You'll have an abundant supply coming in and going out. Uh, your storehouses will be filled. Read it. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 13. And then it says in verse 15, but if you disobey, then the curse will come upon you. So the key is obeying Yah's laws and commandments. And then the wealth of the wicked will come into your hands. As you obey His laws, as you give, it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together. As soon as you give, it is given to you. So we need to align ourselves with confessions. Money cometh, favor cometh, wealth cometh. It is given unto us. 
pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Whether it's angels, whether it's human beings, whether it's you and I living in a homestead where we're able to grow our own vegetables and have our own herds and then eat those for our provision or whether Yah supernaturally provides it where he just keeps being multiplied. I remember a brother some years ago when we lived in New Mexico, Johnny Gonzalez. Him and a team went to Mexico to feed the poor. And when he saw they were feeding a turkey, a full turkey dinner, out of the back of pickups. And when he saw the crowds, he knew they did not have enough. And he said every time he would, he would take meat, potatoes, green beans, whatever else they were given, and put it on a plate, it would then resupply itself. He said it was so awesome. I wasn't there, I didn't witness it, but others did. And they had as much, when it was all over, said and done, they didn't run out, they had more. That sounds like the loaves and the fishes parable, where the little boy gave his low, low, his bread and his fish, and in the end he had baskets left over. This is the Yah that we serve. This is the Creator that we serve. He hasn't stopped with creative miracles. He hasn't stopped providing for those that look to Him. He hasn't stopped doing signs, wonders, and miracles for those that obey His laws and commandments. He hasn't stopped performing signs, wonders, and miracles for those who keep the Sabbath, for those who honor His feasts, for those who honor His name, worship His name, and praise the name of Yah. He has not stopped. So, Yah delivered Israel from Pharaoh's Babylon pagan sun-god system of oppression and slavery and hard work that at the end of the day they were drained, oppressed, and barely surviving. That's the way it sounds. You know, when you look at people that are on disability, when you look at people that are on welfare, when you look at people that have low-paying jobs, the majority, they, they don't have enough. And at the end of the day, especially when they get older, they are drained, they are oppressed, they are out of gas. And they just eat some food and sit around, maybe watch TV or read something or sit outside on the porch because they're just totally drained. This is not the system of Yah. He wants you like this past weekend we've been off and even though you know we've done stuff around the house and, and this, that, and the other, did some work in the yard except for on the Sabbath, that we weren't drained. We were still wide awake 11 o'clock at night. We were still full of energy. Why? Because that's the way Yah created it to be. 
He did not create it for us to work in this Babylonian pagan system just to be given a few dollars at the end of the day and like most people are saying today you know they're spending double what they used to spend at the grocery store just to buy food and so Yah has a better way so Yah promised to deliver the children of Israel and this is a prophetic word for you that Yah will provide for you and deliver you out of this slave system. I don't know how he's going to do it. All I know is he said he would, and I don't know what it will look like when he does. It, it could look like someone that has their own homestead, but those living in the city, those living in, you know, that don't have that, that don't own their own businesses, I don't know what it's going to look like. All I know is it could look like the little boy when he gave his loaves and fishes, it kept multiplying. It could look like when Joshua told Peter to go fishing and he, he plucked the coin out of his mouth and fed or went and paid their taxes. It could look like when Brother Johnny went to Mexico to feed the multitudes that it just kept replenishing itself. Or it could look like, you know, someone all of a sudden groceries appear on your shelf, at your back door, so on and so forth. Just like today's oppressive Babylonian sun god system that makes the master wealthy and you with just enough to survive, Yah's delivered Israel and He is delivering us. So you can keep his laws, so you can keep his feasts, so that you can look to Yah as your provider, and you enjoy a full, joyous, abundant, fruitful life with no oppression. Employers are like gods. Always say, re remind yourself of this. Employers are like gods. How do you know that? If they say to do something, regardless if you want to do it, you do it. You submit to whatever they say. When they say to do it, if say maybe you're home and you're sick, and they say you have to come to work, most people go to work. Why? You are submitting to them. Why? Because they are your master. And by submitting to them, you're acknowledging that they are your master. You are, are also acknowledging that that system is who you look to. And whether you want to hear this or not, you are being stamped with an anti-Messiah stamp over your forehead that you are part of the anti-Messiah system. And so when it comes to the end of days and there's the mark of the beast, you're already prepared for it. Ouch. So when it comes down to it, people obey their employers. I've known people, they believe in Torah, they love Yahweh, they want to keep the Sabbath, but their employer asks them to come into work and they just submit. Why? They say they, they want to be on their good side. They, they don't want to get fired. And see, that is 
putting your employer and your job ahead of Yah and His commandments. In my opinion. Yah wants us free of that oppression. He wants us to look to Him. He wants us to obey Him and to enjoy life. Israel was being led to a land that all the provision they needed, Yah saw to it that it was already supplied. The wealth of the wicked was laid up in store for them. And you and I need to renew our minds and refocus on that scripture that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And the Amplified Version says, and it will eventually find its way into your hands. Now remember, Babylon represents a system that is void of Yah, that is anti-Messiah. And that's what the world system is all about. That is what the world system is all about. And so I pray that you got something out of this. That your minds would be refreshed. That you would realize that Yah has promised to deliver you out of this slavery. Out of any form of slavery and any form of oppression. And that He has a land that He's calling you to. A land flowing with milk and honey. And so Father, we thank You for this Word. We thank You for Your Torah, Your instructions. And Father, we thank You as we seek to be obedient to Your laws and commandments. We seek to follow You, Father. We seek You, Yah, above everything else. We seek to follow You, Your Torah, and to honor You. And Yah, You make a way where there seems to be no way. And people that are finding themselves in circumstances that this system is keeping them from keeping a feast day Sabbath or keeping them from the weekly Sabbath or any other law or commandment. Yah, break them free. Yah, break them free in the power of your name. Encourage them. Help them. Give them strength. Give them boldness to rise up and to follow whatever you say for them to do. And Father, we judge you faithful that no matter what these last days are going to be like in the natural, we are a separated people. We have been separated to, to you and to a land that flows with milk and honey, to an economy that you are in charge of that never runs out, that we can receive a hundredfold return now in this lifetime. And Father, we praise you that you supply all that we need. You grant unto us the desires of our heart, and our desire of our heart is to keep your law, to keep your Torah, to keep your feast, to keep your name, and to be delivered 
from this pagan system and that all forms of paganism would be crushed and destroyed just like you crushed and destroyed the walls of Jericho. And as we celebrate the Feast of Trumpets with our shouts, our trumpets, our ram's horns, and our praises, that this system would crash and be destroyed, and that your kingdom, the book of Daniel prophesies, will never end. And Father, we praise you. Father, we bless you. Father, we worship you. Father, we believe to have received from you. And Father, we thank you. We thank you that if we are in a desert, that you make a way where there seems to be no way. If we are in a desert and we are thirsty and hungry for natural food and the cupboards are empty, Yah, we ask you to release creative miracles. We ask you to perform signs, wonders, and miracles to meet the needs of those listening by the power of your name. And Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we worship you. Well, that's all I have for us today. If you want to connect with us, if you want to be part of our ministry at Yahweh Yahshua Assembly, you can connect with us at Yahweh Yahshua or Yahshua. That's Y-A-H-W-E-H-Y-A-H-S-H-U-A Assembly.com. Or you can connect with me, Mark Pulley, on Facebook, on MeWe. But nonetheless, we pray that you are encouraged and that you would obey Yah's Torah. You would obey Yah's laws and commandments. And as you do, as you obey Yahweh, Yahweh always, always, always makes a way where there seems to be no way. Step out in faith, just like the widow woman did in 1 Kings 17. Step out in faith, just like Elijah did. He stepped out in faith and went to the brook, and manna was provided. Just like when the children of Israel, now they were complaining, but this shows you that Yah provided for them. All 40 years they were in the wilderness, and He will provide no matter how long, the end of days are before the return of the Messiah. So, Father, we love you, we bless you, and honor you. And I pray that Yah would make his face shine upon you, give you grace, give you favor, and give you peace. And that Yah would make a way where there seems to be no way for you. Shalom, shalom.